are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everyone, coming to you live on a Monday evening with John Schuster. I'm Mike Luke. I, That's all right. We're as confused as you are. By the time you're listening to this, I'm going to be in Los Angeles, possibly on the beach. Well, Los Angeles you know, on the beach. Well, you know what? I, I rented my yacht for the you, week. You guys might not. Well, we know somebody that's thinking about buying a boat and a <laughs> yacht. So with John Schuster, though, like I said, I'm Mike Luke. And if you want to bet on where Mike Luke's going to be on Wednesday, betonline.ag probably doesn't have that spot. But again... Kind of like Rock Auto. I don't know that they don't. They got a lot of stuff. They got a lot of stuff here. All right. So Schuster, last week we were talking about Dick Tomey and Larry Smith, who is the best coach in U of A history, because let's be honest, it's those two guys. One of the, Now, you might be able to say that Rich Rod, X's and O's was the best, but if you just look at resume, it's one of those two guys. Now, Schuster capitulated last, or last time we talked about this and admitted on the podcast that Dick Tomey was better than Larry Smith because he came across some things that I think were a little surprising. For well, him. I think I, I the and and, and I don't want to speak for you, but you I'm glad ahead. I'm glad we can do this on mm-hmm. podcast here, yeah. where it was there. It, it's one of those moments where you know you get an opportunity in a later podcast to go back. Mm-hmm. It was I didn't expect in that podcast to talk about the differences between Larry Smith and Dick Tomey. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I remembered. You know, from being around the football program or watching the program for a number of years, that Larry Smith was very good. Mm-hmm. But what I wasn't prepared for is you, that 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 you countered with at the time what I thought was an interesting argument, but it at didn't really it didn't really connect. I knew there were mm-hmm. problems with it. And your argument was that only once in Larry Smith's tenure was Arizona ranked in the top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. That sounded weird to me. It sounded like there was something off about that, not by the stat, but that maybe there were some other issues going on. Because I remember Smith teams being seven three and one, being eight and three. There were some seven and fours in there, and so forth. Great tight end play. And it, <laughs> yes, especially that. Mm-hmm. And and it was, and so it kind of stuck with him because I because those are records that are good enough to be top twenty five teams, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 they weren't at that point. And he was certainly a good enough coach to be. Attracted to USC, mm-hmm. so there was so something wasn't quite something was a little askew. something was a little askew, and at the time, in the moment, I couldn't quite come up with what it was. So it was like, ah, it's you an interesting, it's an interesting stat, mm-hmm. and oh man, you're right, I froze up a lot. But the beauty of this podcast is and, and stuff like this is that you can go back and try to talk about it again mm-hmm. and yes. research a little bit more. Whereas on the fly, I wasn't as prepared. Uh, for something to counter it. Trust me, you're even, not the first one. Even though I knew in my head that I was pretty confident in my belief that Smith was a better coach than Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I was able to look back, and sure enough, Smith had really good records, uh, and they improved pretty much year to year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then it was like, one top 25? So I looked a little bit further, and it's like, oh, I wonder if the top 25 didn't exist when Larry Smith mm-hmm was coach at Arizona. And sure enough, the Associated Press didn't expand its, its football list to top 25 until 1989. Mm-hmm. Smith was at USC by that point. Mm-hmm. So none of his teams in the 80s, you could have been one through 20, but if you're seven and 
seven three and one, eight and three, seven and four. Maybe you're twenty one to twenty five, mm-hmm. and and then you start to wonder how many Dick Tomey's teams were twenty one to twenty five. Maybe a few of those were in that mix because he had the luxury of having that available to him. And and then I looked, and, and then you asked because we were chatting about this a little bit, uh, and you asked, well, what about the coaches' poll? And the coaches' poll didn't make that change until nineteen ninety one. The coaches' poll, which then was known as the UPI poll, United Press International, uh, and this is why you had different champions sometimes mm-hmm. because there were two polls. Uh, they didn't make the top 25 move until 1991. Mm-hmm. So I think that was probably something as simple as that would have, if if there was a top 25, it's fair, you could make, I think, a favorable argument that Larry Smith's teams might have ended up slotted in one of those five spots, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. And if they do, let's say two, two more times, now you've got a guy who's done it three times in seven years, and that looks better. Right. That comes off better. Now, I kind of want to get into something a little bit more um, like line of demarcation here, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. And, and we've talked a lot about how Arizona is a bad football program, okay? A football program that in the last 20 years has mostly really struggled, occasionally been good, sometimes pretty good, but they've had some awful years. That's not the norm for Arizona football. Right. Arizona football since Pop McHale was pretty good was a good they were a good football program in the border conference in the WAC the problem is like these football programs and maybe this is something that's been frustrating for multi-generational Tucson fans that's kind of been inherited by younger fans along the way this whole frustration that Arizona can't win a conference title right okay in the, it, because the last time Arizona won an outright conference title was 1961 in the border conference. Right. Why? Right. Well, there are two reasons. It's not that Arizona was bad. Arizona wasn't bad. Arizona was pretty good. Mm-hmm. They, were, they, they were second or third on a consistent basis in those, in those conferences. Right. The problem was, from about 1955 until about 1979, Frank Cush was the coach at Arizona State. And in the border conference in the WAC, ASU was king. Mm-hmm. The other team that was really good was BYU. Mm-hmm. But usually it was ASU that won the title. Right. And Arizona had a hard time. There's, there's a fairly interesting stat out there to, to, to provide context in regards to how dominant the, AS, the Frank Cush era of Arizona State was. Mm-hmm. Arizona, I believe, and you might know the number off the top of my head, I've lost it. Arizona still leads the Territorial Cup, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the number was. At one point, it was as much as 10. Maybe right. it's a lot closer now. Right. Um, but consider that for a moment. At one point, it was up to 10. Right. Frank Cush was something like 16 and 5 mm-hmm. in that game. Right. So that is, that, that's kind of the indication of what you were dealing with. You were good at Arizona. But you are always bumping your head against ASU and occasionally BYU. Those were like the two teams that were just kind of always there, kind of in your way, and you couldn't break through. So what happened then in when, when they expanded into the Pac-10 
is that Larry Smith came. Larry Smith took over for Tony Mason. Tony Mason was a disaster. Mm -hmm. Actually, for a while, Jim Brown, uh, Jim, Jim Young Brown, was here. Right. Jim, Jim Young was here for three years, and the Cats were something like eight and three or right, nine and two sure. in those years that he was here. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so in the seventies, that was an example. They were good, but they weren't Frank Cush ASU good. Right. Um, so Tony Mason comes in, runs the program into the ground, gets on probation. Larry Sucks Smith in the process and yeah, cheats and so, cheats. Yeah, right. Larry Smith has to come in and clean up the mess. It's a good hire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great but hire. again, what happens now? You're in the Pac-10, and and you're not necessarily bumping your head in post Frank Cush era a against post Frank Cush era ASU. Mm -hmm. You're bumping your head against USC, and you're bumping your head against Terry Donahue at UCLA mm -hmm. and, and 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 Washington. You know, there's there was always somebody right. who was better than Arizona in this in in a football trajectory that goes back sixty or so years. Mm -hmm. Then it gets weird. So, so, so Arizona has always been, and, the, and this is not something you were talking about. You were talking about, will fans accept the Arizona that is, you know, eight and four and sometimes has a chance to win the conference title, but usually they're competitive and pretty good, and you always bring up the Utah model. Right. It could, could, could Arizona fans be interested in Utah? And, I'm, and I'm, I was always skeptical about that, and I think part of the reason of that skepticism is that Arizona and, and the fan base kind of maybe instinctively gets this, especially mm -hmm. the folks who live here, that they've always bumped up against somebody else. Right. But what got weird is that after Larry Smith, who was a really good coach, who again got Arizona to be 8-3, and three. one year they beat USC and UCLA in consecutive weeks, you know, but... There was a game they'd always lose and somebody else would win the conference. Mm -hmm. uh, then Dick Tomey comes in, and there was always a game they'd lose and somebody else would, you know, win the conference. So you always got close, but you never could get over the top. Dick Tomey was the line of demarcation. Arizona was a pretty good football program for many years, many decades. And then came Makovic. And then came the frustration of Stoops, who at his peak had Arizona close, but there was always somebody else. There was Oregon. Right. There was, you know, USC. There was always somebody else. Right. And then after that, Rodriguez and, you know, there was, I think, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And there was always somebody else. And that's kind of been the tale of Arizona football, except in the last 20 years, most of the time they haven't been very good, right. uh, which, ha which is different than they were up and you know for uh, up until Tommy, where most of the time they were a pretty good football program. Now you're trying to get not now you you long for the days where Arizona might be pretty good again, hoping that they can be a good, consistently competitive football program. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host Mike Luke. All right, here's my counterpoint. John Schuster makes some many good points. And I think the, the thing that Schuster, I'll finish one of Schuster's points for him because Schuster didn't make this point. But you know what? When you're arguing Dick Tomey and Larry Smith, you know what? When you're with a guy like John Schuster, you got to make sure that all of your ammunition is on the table. The, I think another powerful point for you with Larry Smith is that Larry Smith left Arizona right when he got it where he wanted it to. I think, I think I, that's I a believe, very fair point. I believe that they were 10 or whatever the case. My, here's my point, though. When we're talking about with— uh, I think that last year they were even three. Correct, yes. So, when it comes to Arizona football under Dick Tomey, we don't have to guess, though, if they would have been ranked in a certain way because, you know what, we know for a fact in 14 years you had three top 20 finishes as opposed to one in seven years, and you had two top 10 finishes. 
So, do you think if Larry Smith had coached for 14 years that you're looking at multiple top 10 finishes? It's an excellent and, question. I don't know. Maybe not. And I think, let me answer that in a roundabout way. Sure. I think the simple, the, 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 the larger point I think I'm trying to make here mm -hmm. is that Larry Smith and Dick Tomey did very did good jobs at Arizona mm -hmm. and created a and con, and continued a tradition of Arizona being a good a pretty good to good football program. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the argument between Tomey and Smith itself can be fairly nuanced, but I think they both did the same job. Right. You know, and that and that was I think my overall point. A job that hasn't necessarily continued clearly hasn't continued on with <laughs> you know what Arizona had with, with, with what Arizona right. has had since. Uh, so it's possible that Larry Smith recognized, you know what, this is as pretty much as good as I can do it here. Mm -hmm. I might I've I've built this pro we have improved from five and six to eight and three and we did it incrementally right. uh, along along the way. Now we're eight and three in USC's Colin. Mm -hmm. Well, well yeah. I can win at USC. I'm, I'm gonna take that chance. Yeah, yeah um, yes. and 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 he was post John Robinson, I think the first John Robinson uh, tenure, right, not the second say, one. Right, right. Yeah, um, he's the Grover Cleveland of USC yes, coaches. Yes, exactly. Uh, Larry Smith was the most successful USC coach prior to Pete Carroll, mm -hmm. in between McKay and Pete Carroll. Mm -hmm. So, so he was good. He wasn't good enough for USC, but he was good. He may have said, "This is as good as I can do at Arizona," mm -hmm. and I think this is a good time to go. Mm -hmm. uh, so he made a career judgment, possibly based on, you know the opportunities that were out there and, uh, you know, trying to vault his career a little bit. And, you know, the thing with USC, it's weird. He never really broke through because he had, like, I think it was a stretch of two seasons where I think he won, like, 17 of 18, but, he, like, he, won, he lost, like, three games to start the season and, like, two at the right. end of the run right. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and the, they were also, I'm sorry, Mike, no, they, 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 they were also at a point in time, if I remember correctly, where the conference wasn't very good. Correct. There wasn't a dominant team, and so USC could be 8-3 and three and still mm -hmm. win the league. Right. Exactly. So I, it, it's an interesting point. Now, let me ask you this. Is Arizona football's ultimate upside Dick Tomey, Larry Smith? It's a great question. It feels like the answer to that may be yes. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, if you want to be really optimistic here, let's be really optimistic. Mm -hmm. All right? Let's do it. In the 1980s, Oregon sucked. Mm -hmm. In the 1980s, or Oklahoma State sucked. Mm -hmm. There are a bunch of years where Clemson is a piece of crap. Mm -hmm. You know, they, so 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 we think in this terminology that yeah, you can win at Notre Dame, yeah, you can win at USC, you, you can this. always win at Alabama. Hell, LSU was junk mm -hmm. in the 70s and 80s. Could, let me ask you this: So can you win? But you know, can, are there examples of bad teams? If you hired Nick Saban at Arizona. Mm -hmm. Let's say that he decided, you know what, I want a different challenge. Mm -hmm. Screw this Alabama stuff. Can Nick Saban win a national championship at Arizona? Yes, because okay. he's Nick Saban. Okay. And so can Dabo Sweeney. Okay. Because Urban, and, and, Urban Meyer can win a national yes, championship at Arizona. Arizona. Because eh, this is the thing about coaching and personalities at the college level, right. and the reason these guys make the money that right. they do mm -hmm. uh, is because they have name recognition already coming in. Mm -hmm. So if Nick Saban were to take the Arizona job, and let's not players. Act like he probably hasn't thought about <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Players, you know, 14 and 15 and 16 year olds are saying, crap, uh, yeah, I'll play for Nick Saban. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll play for Sweeney. I'll, pay for, I'll play for all of these guys who are really, really who, who have already established themselves as being really, really mm -hmm. good. Maybe the better question is does Crystal Ball at Oregon win at Arizona? 
you know, does Whittingham win at Arizona? Right. Does right. the guys who are, you know, who knows? Does Chris Peterson win at Arizona? Right. Uh, and, and the answer to that, I think, is a little bit more difficult. Mm. I would agree with that. All right. And one thing, though, if I don't know that you can really bet on it, but I think you probably should be able to bet on it is betonline.ag. How many wins does Jed Fish get at Arizona this year? I have stated already. I heard you state this. They cover. Uh-huh. They cover. I don't get, it didn't matter to me what the number is. I'm saying that they outperform Vegas expectations. And you think it's going to that those that that line is two and a half. You mm-hmm. think they're going to win three? I think they win three. You know what? Mm-hmm. In a podcast in the future, after you get off your yacht and work on your tan, yeah, right. um, hey, who think, and drive back are, and, and drive back in your McLaren? Are you trying to say that I need to work on my tan, John Schuster? <laughs> I would never. I, no, uh, no, I, no. I, I would never engage in analysis no, like for, that for sure. Um, maybe you can break down what three games Arizona's going to win. Where well, I know you think they're going to win NAU. Mm-hmm. But let's find out what, what the other two are going in, and maybe, maybe, maybe we can break down the schedule that, a little bit. That's called a tease. And you oh, know what? Right. I want to wish a very happy vacation to Mike Luke. Um, we will be back <laughs> here with you shortly. For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats.